Welcome to the Situation Report for August 17th, 2023. It's Lieutenant Carl This Lahaina story is, is metastasizing into a, a nut roll, for lack of a better word. I, I w- Everybody needs to take a step back and wait for this to develop. They, there's not even a death toll. They don't even know how many people were actually killed in the fire. And there's this prevailing conversation that they're, the Hawaiian government, meaning the state government, is trying to annex the land and buy the land. And that there was a bill passed that allowed them to buy tribal land in the event of a natural disaster. All of that may be true. But we're so far down the road of directed energy weapons and land grab, and none of it's been proven out yet. There's a reason why when things like this happen, I say, let's see how things develop. And I talk about the second and third order effects. The reason why I do that is to give time for the truth to come to the surface. You you have outlets, news outlets, publishing true information that they can verify. The Washington Pundit's one of them. Epic Times is another one. And then you have Tracy Beans and a host of other journalists that are doing real journalism that are waiting to get facts and get information before they publish it because they can't verify it. And when they can verify it, they publish it. The reason why I pay attention to all of the alternative media, especially the crackpots like Carrie Cassidy, Gene Decode, and some of the rest of these idiots, is that it only takes a lie milliseconds to propagate through the community, but it takes the truth months to find its way to the surface. And the community's running down the road that every conspiracy theory is true when that's not the case. This appears to be a land grab. This appears to be a planned event, especially when you look at Amazon and see three books about the event that just came out literally two days after the fire, which books aren't published that fast. And then you start seeing the actions from the state, but they haven't done anything yet. They're still trying to collect bodies and figure out how many people actually died and how many people are missing. You have to let that process take its course. And everybody's running down the road that this is a land grab and, and they're going to be they're going to be building mansions. That might be true. But the way I see it is, if all of that's true, what they're doing is they're turning Maui into the new Epstein Island. They're going to bring all the same players that were molesting children, put them on the island, and make a big, big temple in the center, probably on the mountain. That is if I just go by the optics. If I'm just going by the optics, I can make that assumption. But they haven't done anything yet. And you have to wait for them to take positive action before you can make assumptions. So much of the community is wrapped up in what they think is happening versus what's actually happening. And that's what diverts attention away. And most of the people in the community are so myopic about their belief system, they can't hear or see anything else. The ground truth is we don't know what the what the real story is. 
with Lahaina. We don't know what was really used or not used. We have no idea. It's it's just like the conversation about directed energy weapons. You know, the only the only guy out there that's dispelling some of that and calling out the shills like Mark Wallace. The guy's known for photoshopping pictures and Photoshop or, you know, manipulating videos. Known for it. And people still follow that hook, line, and sinker. Just like real raw news. How many times has John Podesta been hung along with the Clintons? At least three or four times at Gitmo? And then the guy's on CNN like two days ago, and now he's talking about climate? Really? This is the this is the problem with the community. People latch into these these those crazy stories, and th- then it's gospel, and then you can't talk them off the ledge. This is why there's no unity across the alternative media. There's no unity across the truth movement because everybody's wrapped up in their own belief system. Look, I'll give you a hint about how the space business works business works so you understand exactly why I don't buy into this directed energy weapon. They may exist. We may use them. But I don't buy the story that this was done by a directed energy weapon. First of all, I've seen fires in Washington State where they got they went literally right around the house. Literally. High winds, brush fires go right around the house. I've seen forest fires where entire neighborhoods are left intact and the rest of the neighborhoods demolished right across the street. Fires are unpredictable. High winds make fires even more unpredictable and fast moving. None of that is none of that is untrue. That's all true. And let's talk about space for a second. Because when you're talking about putting an asset in space, and I was in the space business, let's just be perfectly clear. I wore space wings as an army officer on my uniform. So I know a little something about how space operates. First of all, when you boost a satellite into orbit and you put a bird in orbit, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to keep it there. Keep it on axis, keep it on orbit, keep it in orbit. And then there's 20 or 30 people in the chain to command that satellite and do orbital analysis just to maintain the orbit. That's not the payload that's on it. The payload is actually what the satellite's capable of doing. And there's a different group of people that operate the payload. Sometimes they're both the same, but in the Air Force, they were different for a lot of years. Sometimes the same, sometimes different. With the with the you know computing power changes over the last 30 years, the number of people has been minimized, but there's still a lot of people in the chain to operate that system. And if somebody is operating that system against American soil and there's Americans in the room, someone will say something and provide proof that it exists. And in this case, there's no proof these weapons exist. There's no proof these we- these proof these no proof these weapons have been used. It's just conjecture. And the problem is it started in the California fires, again, Photoshop pictures, and then all of a sudden it's the gospel now. Just like the whole harp thing and, and weather, weather manipulation. It may exist, 
but somebody has to come up with proof that the system exists and where the system's being used and how the system's being used. It's like the UFO, you know, disclosure around UFOs. You notice how every time they disclose something about UFO, there's never any proof. Well, I can't show you that. I can't show you that. I can't talk about that here. I can't talk about that here. Well, if you're in a disclosure hearing testifying in front of Congress, don't you think you're going to bring some pictures and some evidence that the shit exists? And look at how many people bought into that hook, line, and sinker. I thought that was the biggest bunch of horseshit I've ever seen in my life. It was the worst attempt at theater that I have ever seen. And they knew they couldn't put Stephen Greer up there because he's an insufferable asshole. And then they couldn't put, you know, Corey Good and David David Wilcock up there because those two idiots couldn't reach a point with a gun to their head. Are you starting to see a pattern here? The pattern is they put this this idea, this garbage idea in the system and everybody buys into it. And then they become myopic in their view and they lose focus on the bigger peripherals and the truth goes by them and they never see it. We need to let the situation develop in Hawaii and expose everything they're doing. If it's true, we need to be looking for the evidence to back up what's what is being claimed about a land grab. TikTok videos, Instagram videos of somebody talking is not proof. It's somebody talking. And in the chaos of a situation, everybody sees the same event differently. You can't go off eyewitness testimony alone. This is the problem with the whole situation. And this is, this is, again, this is the other side of the information war that people don't pay attention to. When you flood the system with garbage, it confuses, disorients, and disrupts any kind of conversation about the truth. Because everybody's focused on these myoptic details that don't mean anything to the bigger picture. We don't know what happened. We don't know, if, you know, we don't know what the ground truth is. And we may never know. All we can do is watch the actions by the state and the oligarchs. But I can tell you the optics of this with the books coming out and the conversation from the, and the Twitter posts about oligarchs wanting to buy the land and the legislation that Hawaii passed months before this tells me that this was a planned event and it sure has the optics that it was a planned event. But I'm waiting for the truth to bear that out. It's not a definitive. That's what This is what it appears to be. And this, that's bring me to, I had a conversation last night. You saw the, most of you on Telegram probably saw the post, the true post that we were driving back for dinner. And he's a, he's a PC councilman. And one of my other admins is a PC councilman as well. And there was a meeting in LD27 last night. And... <sighs> We were on the phone talking, uh, talking about it, and the the surprise was in how dysfunctional these meetings are. And I, I will be very, very transparent and say I have absolutely no use for any of the PC council apparatus at all, because they're stuck in a system 
and they're stuck with these protocols of a of a dead system and none of them realize the system's dead because the entire process is on this script they have these scripted meetings and it's all parliamentary process they've completely lost sight of what their job is their job is to maintain elections maintain election integrity for the republican party entice people to get involved and vote etc there's a variety of tasks they have and they're so focused and myopic on their parliamentary procedures that they lose sight of the big picture and you have a bunch of retards that show up with their pet issues and all they do is disrupt. It's the quintessential example of why the Republican and conservative side of the house can never organize because it's inundated with, with idiots that only care about their pet issue. That's a problem. That's a problem because if you can't come to a consensus on anything, you can't unify on anything, you're never going to make any headway doing anything. And therein lies the problem. We are, we are stuck in this quandary of operating in the old system the exact same way we've been operating, and no one wants to steer the ship. This is exactly the, this is the perfect example of how a constitutional system needs to be modernized. They've lost their way. And guess what? PC councilmen are obsolete because there's polling stations now. The state has consolidated control of the polling stations. They have no control of anything. Therein lies the problem. And then you also have guys like Mike Lindell that are that are spouting off about how the machines can be, how we can win, how we can do this. If you don't fix the fact that the people counting the ballots are corrupt and have air cover from the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office or the police in that city, you're never going to get a free and fair election. These are Maoists that are controlling the counting centers. doesn't matter how many votes you flood the system with. They will do what they did before. They'll go to run back. They'll print off as many ballots as they need, and they will go and they will make it very close so it looks real, just like they've done in Washington for 20 years, and you will never have a free and fair election. And the PC council members are still going to be sitting around, wrapped up in, in procedure, and never get anything accomplished. That's why the whole system is archaic and dead, and has been from the very start. That's why on November 8th, after dealing with PC council members, after dealing with senators, after dealing with the apparatus in the state, after dealing with all of these rich conservative assholes in Arizona that are completely corrupt, and most of them hate the constituency in their own districts, I just raised my hands and said that the second American revolution's begun. And change the whole focus of my platform to preparation. There's no, you can't reform the system. You can't. It's broken and dead. And there's no amount of consternation. There's no amount of, of rah-rah team cheerleading that's going to bring it back from the dead. They've institutionalized the cheating. Now they're, they're using lawfare to go after Anybody who questions election integrity, which is classic Marxism. And then what do people do? 
they sit there and talk about the next dollar. We'll get them next time. No, you won't. They're institutionalizing the cheating. If you don't do something about the machines and the counting, you're never going to have a free election. And most Americans are apathetic anyway. So who, why bother? Carrie Lake won the election. Donald Trump run the, won the 2020 election. Mark Fincham won the Secretary of State race. Kathleen Wynne won LD6. And here we are. Americans are doing nothing. They're sitting on their asses doing nothing. This is why I raised my hands. And it, it's part of the reason why I called out Flynn. All the guy has done, just like Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell and the rest of them since the start of this in 2020, the only thing they have done is disrupt, disorganize, and disband organizations. They have brought no one together. There's no national organization. There's no state organizations. There's this cryptic communication that comes out of that camp. All of them are wrapped up in their own agendas. That doesn't inspire confidence and it doesn't inspire teamwork and it doesn't inspire leadership. That's why we're doing what we're doing. We've de I've dedicated my platform and Troops dedicated his platform and Sent has dedicated his, his platform to preparing people and preparing communities for what's coming, whatever that is. And instead of focusing on the result of that fire in Lahaina, nobody's asking the critical question. If that's the attack surface they're going to use for most of the U.S. and they're going to start fires, are you ready for a fire that takes away your entire livelihood, your house, your cars, everything? A fast-moving fire like that decimated an entire city. Everything in their house is gone. Their ammo, their food, their water, their personal items, their cars, gone. Electronics, gone. Whatever they had in their car when they were coming back from work is what they have. Are you ready for that? Are you prepared for that? Are you even thinking about that? Or are you wrapped up in, oh, it's another land grab. This is why I say don't focus on the news and the noise. Focus on the signal. The signal is, are you ready for a major fire in your area? Do fires happen in your area? Do you get high winds? Do you get storms? We've had thunderstorms now for three days. We finally got rain last night after, what, six months? Coldest winter on record in Arizona. Very hot summer, no rain, all of a sudden rain. We've been in triple-digit temperatures for almost 45 days. Pay attention to the signal. The signal is, are you ready for contingencies? Are you doing things to be ready for contingencies? Are you doing things to make connections in your community? Are you doing things to make sure that you have reserves somewhere or a cash? You start to see the bigger picture? People are so myopic. They've lost touch with everything around them. We have to get out of this business. We have to get into the business 
of being prepared and working as a team. We have to be in the business of organizing our communities. The reason why I'm saying don't organize at the national level is there's no point. Because the FBI, the CIA, and the intelligence communities are going to disrupt any, any organization. So focus on your local community. That's what we did in the Civil War. That's what we did in the Revolutionary War. When the time's right, we'll probably organize at the national level. And bet your ass I'll be out front if I'm still alive. The point is, do something now. Stop worrying about all this minutia. Because the, the, the noise is only exacerbated by some of the crackpots in the alt-media. And when you focus on it, it diverts your attention away from what you should be doing, which is doing, not watching, listening, doing research. The days of research are over. Now's the day of action. Do stuff. Be ready. Meet people. All of that matters right now. And you would be surprised how many people are awake, but they're they're just not prepared and they don't know where to go. Which brings me to the last topic. I said back in January and February and into March that there's going to be a point where they start to purge alternative media so they can re regain control of the narrative. They've already started doing that. They purged Glenn Beck yesterday from Apple Podcast. Google has come out publicly and said that they are going to censor any disinformation, anything they can they deem as disinformation. The purge has already started. Don't be surprised if they take down, if they take down Rumble next, they take down Spotify, or and they take down some of the other mediums like Telegram. If that happens, I'll probably move to Brighteon and pay Mike Mike Adams money because I know his platform is he created it himself. And I know that it's I know where it's hosted. That's probably where I'll move. The point is the purge has started. Be ready for it. You should have some radios on hand. If you don't have radios, get some radios. I'm not going to go into this big detail about comms because that's a whole separate conversation. But suffice it to say, you want to have complementary skill sets around you. And you want those complementary skill sets to be able to offer value to your community. Now's the time to start doing that. Stop focusing on the noise like direct energy weapons and focus on, do I have any radios? Do I have batteries? Do I have solar power? Do I have... Do I have things that I can live off the grid with? You want to make yourself non-dependent on the system as much as possible. And you want to be able to have enough people around you to build a defense for your community, defend your community against whatever is coming. That's, that's the plan of the day. Stop focusing on the noise. The noise is killing me. It's just killing me. And l let me tell you, I, I I deal with window lickers all day long. And I mean window lickers. These are people eating lead paint chips all day long because they have nothing else to do with themselves and they don't know what else to do. Case in point, 
in any security organization, you want to do, you want to have a, a robust business continuity plan, a disaster recovery plan. I've been working on it for months. And we're working with vendors to do some of the planning with us because we don't have the cycles to do it. So you bring in a third party to do some of this work. And most people don't realize what a business impact analysis is. It's just, it, it's basically, it's a question of how fucked are we if we get owned from a cyber perspective or natural disaster? That's what a business impact analysis is. How fucked are you? Well, we're so fucked we can't operate. Well, we're we're so fucked we can't operate, we can't we can't rebuild. I don't need a team to come in and tell me that. If you lose this asset, you're screwed. If you lose these assets, you're totally screwed. If you lose these assets, you're so screwed you can't even recover. I don't need somebody to come in and tell me that. I don't need to pay somebody to do that either. But that's the level of crazy that's out there in alternative media is that you have people that want to tell you the things that don't matter that you already know. And they're trying to package it and tell you in ways that you actually don't even care about. But you're so wrapped up in the noise that you become myopic. That's the very nature of disinformation and misinformation. All it does is disrupt your thought process. That's all they're trying to do. They're not trying to give you real information. I mean, I've talked about 107 in detail. You know why this guy bothers me? He's a window licker. This is why. Because he makes himself a part of all these events. And he shows up. And he could just be in the building. Doesn't mean he's actually talking to people involved in the in whatever's going on. Case in point, the cyber symposium that, was, that took place last year. He's on his phone, looking at his fucking boots, broadcasting from this place. He could have been, he could have been in a room with a buddy of his in the in the in the you know convention center, not even a part of the event, talking about he's a part of the event, and everybody buys into it, even though it's all horseshit. That's the alternative media community in a nutshell, is that kind of bullshit. And that's why I say when you look at a story, start from the premise that it's untrue and then work your way towards the truth through verifiable means. That's why I promote Revolver.News. That's why I promote the Washington Pundit, Tracy Beans, and, and that group of people. And trust me, they've got their critics. Everybody's, everybody's criticizing everybody else. But I know one thing about that group. They're publishing information they can verify. And that's important right now because there's no single source of truth for this community to go after and, and review and talk to and even talk about that's factual. Everything they post, they can back up with evidence. That's why I promote them and talk to them and, and I work with them. The point is, You have to start doing things and get away from that noise because that noise is dragging everybody down right now. Unity is the hill we die on. I'm going to keep saying that. Unity is the hill we die on. And we're running out of, run we're running out of runway as things are starting to accelerate and happen fast. They're positioning us for war in Syria against Iran. They're positioning us for some kind of action and kinetic action in Ukraine, they're positioning us for natural disasters here, for a climate lockdown. They're positioning the entire country about going after people to question elections. And that's not even the IRS and the tax situation. Do you know your taxes went up this year? 
people don't even realize that their tax bill this year is going to be almost 50% of their income. You got to be prepared. Now's the time. And now's the time to stop the petty, the petty rivalries, the petty BS, etc. Now's the time to stop that. Start taking action. Start doing things. Start posting what you're doing in the channel, especially on Telegram, so people can see you. This is what I'm doing in my local community. What are you doing to help your community? What are you doing to make connections? What are you doing to help people? What are you doing to prepare? All those things matter. So I heard a song the other day. I was at dinner with Krista and heard the song uh, from the Cranberries called Dreams. And I've, you know, if you don't know who the Cranberries are, you'll like the song. Fantastic. One of my, one of my favorite songs. And, uh, you know, it's been years since I heard it and uh, played it again last night. And that's what I'm going to end today with is Dreams. This is a, uh, Appropriate time for it. I think it's an appropriate song. It's definitely a fantastic group. So focus on action. Here's Dreams by the Cranberries. God bless one team, one fight.